Whoa. This new Lincoln SUV is nice. Thanks, man. Yeah, I really like the whole new setup. And look bit. at this display. It's like a wide, widescreen TV, but on your dash, right? Yeah, it's called the Horizon display. And it, I mean, it's like uh, a spaceship from the future. Are you from the future? No, I'm from Jersey, originally. Horizon display. Envisioning a future that creates harmony between the world inside and the world outside. Learn more about the future of Sanctuary at Lincoln.com. Finally, your vacation has arrived, and it's completely fine that you didn't book a hotel that accepts pets. Your beloved dog will be fine staying home with a random dog sitter. What's your dog ever done for you? Let you be the big spoon? Doesn't say anything about the shocking amount of selfies you take at home. Uh-oh, your favorite pets. Wow, he ate them whole. When a vacation from your pets isn't an option, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we offer pet-friendly accommodations. Hilton for the stay. I want to hear more about John's $300 bottle of whiskey. It would make sense if it was the size of a swimming pool. It is. Uh, oh, did I not tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's absolute shit. It's Jim Beam. <laughs> John's always <laughs> a liar. It's, it's new Jim Beam's 55-gallon or, hey, uh, hey, yeah, John, gallon barrel. Uh, you should never spend 300 bucks on Jim Beam. Just a thought. <laughs> Just okay, a thought. Okay, well, I mean... You well, know. he actually bought it from Jim Beam. Yeah. He bought it from from him and, him and JB are close. It was made in the skull of Jim Beam. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's worth it. History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Okay. Welcome to History Defeats Itself. I feel a, welcomed. That's as good a time as any to get started on our show. Thank you for joining us. My name is Kevin. As always, I am with Greg and John. We are a comedy podcast that wonders if we, as people, learn from the past or if we simply repeat and defeat ourselves. How are you guys doing? Anything new? Oh, boy. Anything new I mean, in your lives? No. Well, John and I have new jobs. Let's oh, be honest, John. Okay. 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 So we started... Uh, we were talking before the show started that we we resigned our positions at our former company, mm-hmm. and we became full time belly dancers, following our yeah. dream. Yeah, yeah. And I got to say, uh, what a lot of people don't know about belly dancing, belly dancing is it's it's really in the volume. Mm-hmm. It's all about how much you dance. That's not how weird because I thought it was in the hips. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Volume. It's a volume game. See, <laughs> I thought he meant the volume of your self. Oh. No, no, no. It's, it's, about, it's about how many people that you dance in front of. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. So, so, so far, we, I'm up to none. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're off to a smashing start. I tried dancing in front of Courtney. She walked away, yeah. and that's when I realized I made a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not great. That's not great. Yeah, so I think I've worked harder in the last uh, two and a half days. Yeah. Actually, and maybe the week leading up to that, than I have my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> and... I don't even feel tired. I feel like I'm dead. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've been physically assaulted. Uh, and then I was gaslighted. Mm-hmm. And then someone stabbed me in the neck. But not with a sharp knife. It was with a butter knife. So you were wounded. Covered you're, in you're, wax. Your feelings were not vindicated. Mm-hmm. And you were... What was the last thing you said about butter? I was stabbed <laughs> with a butter knife covered in wax. No, 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 Greg, you misunderstood the gaslight thing. Someone took an old-timey light that used gas and burned him with it. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah, and my entire house, so. (laughs) What's more painful, though, an emotional gaslighting or a physical gaslighting? I think physical. (laughs) I would think so, too, yeah. Yeah. I think the physical one's going to win. volumes to the two of your your emotional health. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, they say that only you can let yourself be hurt by others, unless they physically, unless they hit you with a wrench. They also say only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah, and I disagree with the whole only you can prevent forest fires thing because uh, what about lightning or right. or space lasers? <laughs> yep, run by Bernie. <laughs> Bernie Sanders up there pulling levers, man. Because <laughs> that would make sense. Yes, 
way more sense than human beings pumping carbon in the air for 180 years. Yeah. That that's insane. That, no, that's stupid. Where's the science? Yeah, well, there's no science. Yeah, well, what? everything you guys have said since the lightning part has been like true and funny and fascinating. I'm really still stuck on the lightning part. Like I never put that together <laughs> until right now, and I didn't put it together. You said it to me, and I'm like, <laughs> Fuck, there's lightning. That yeah, there's lightning. a lot of shit in the forest. Yep, that is true. I'm gonna grab another beer. <laughs> oh, I, I really thought you were gonna go away for this. I didn't realize you were gonna have a zipper it's all, cooler. There's, it's always oh, no, I got a blank. cooler. I got a cooler. How many are in there, Kevin? Well, since I'm leading today, I only grabbed grabbed two. Okay, that's that's good. And it says Labatt Blue on it. Mm. That is a Canadian beer. It actually says Labatt Blue Light. It does. Yes, Kevin it does. Yes, I'm sorry. So you're a liar. I'm what you, what you are. I tried to. I tried to sound tough. I didn't want to you say did. the light part. You know, super light. <laughs> super light. <laughs> it's Dasani. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I'm not feeling anything. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as we talked about this, uh, uh, well, this was supposed to be Greg's week, but uh, he was too busy to do his usual 20 minutes of Wikipedia research. So it was up to me mm-hmm. to put together an episode. I deserve I that. Don't, I don't think that's fair because I Greg does zero research. So Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. true. All the information I pick is just right out of my head. Yeah. 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 Which is. Made actually up. somewhat impressive on occasion but you know what he's probably just making up all the stats yeah <laughs> it's kind sure. of like it's kind of like when i resign at work i'm walked out so i get walked out of wikipedia like yeah. right away how did it feel to get he walked does. out was that weird felt awesome i felt like a fucking rock star it was weird with the handcuffs but yeah. besides that <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute are you sure the- that you guys resigned <laughs> well or were you arrested and fired <laughs> And I'm, well, I'm not really sure what they put a butt plug in me either. But hey, you know what? I've never, I've never, I've never resigned from a job and been walked out. So was, I was it, like, this was must it, be. Was it Rainbow? Was it one of ours? Oh, it was totally one of ours. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't say this then, but I already had a butt plug in. So, <laughs> so that was really. Difficult. I've never had two in, but I wasn't going to complain. <laughs> well, that's why our butt plugs say history DPs itself. <laughs> okay. I don't get that. Because you had two butt plugs in? Double penetration? Oh, DPs. Oh, God. Yes. Okay, gotcha. But it would it be double? Well, I guess, yeah, I guess it would. I mean, it's, 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 I don't it's think the same orifice, has... so I guess it's right. a little different, but... You're packing them in. You're, you're just packing them in. <laughs> so. Actually, you guys don't know something, but I'll go ahead and tell you. I have a uh, split butthole, so oh. I, got, <laughs> I got room for two of them. Well, good for I you. I got gaslighted as a kid, and my butthole split. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now we're really kind of screwed up this definition. <laughs> There's got to be a term there. We got to look up <laughs> what a dual butthole is called. Because there's like people, some people have like a double penis too. Do they? Yeah. Is that called something? That sounds yeah. made up. That sounds made up. It's not made up. I've seen the movie. Okay. <laughs> was it Star Wars? <laughs> no, it was one in the pink, one in the stink. Wow. That's okay. Well, anyway, so. <laughs> Sorry, it's on. not funny. Let's move on from that because uh, that's not the topic. This isn't your, this isn't your week, Greg. <laughs> you remember, the you, you, forgo- you for for went. How do you say forego in the past? Massachusetts. You <laughs> so tonight, I thought because I I didn't have a lot of time to put it together, but there was something that I've been wanting to talk about. Um, I was sincere when I said that uh, uh, via our text thread. For the first time, gentlemen. We're going to revisit a previous topic. What? And Is see it taxes? If we, see if we repeated and defeated, defeated ourselves? Well, here's the thing. So, you know I thoroughly enjoy making you guys uncomfortable, right? Oh, God, yes. Do you remember what topic of mine made you the most uncomfortable when I revealed it? The exercise one. <laughs> the first one? <laughs> I, think, I think the Wim Hof method. Okay, that made you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. That didn't make me uncomfortable. No, I'm trying to think if you may be uncomfortable. It made him uncomfortable when he went in the cold water. Yeah, yeah that was very uncomfortable. Um, Probably, I mean, this... Oh, allergies. Because <laughs> it was physically uncomfortable. Why would Sec- that make you uncomfortable? Because Second it was intimate. Guys, we're going to yeah. revisit the question. Should the United States break up? Oh, no. Oh, boy. Why? Did somebody cheat on somebody? <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. Uh, the Supreme so, Court is cheating on America. Yeah. yeah. That's part of that. We're going to get to that because, uh, and that actually happened after I made the decision to do this. 
so the episode we did on this topic originally aired uh, June 10th, 2020. We were in the heart of the pandemic and the presidential campaigns of Biden and Trump were heating up. The divide in the country was showing itself more than ever before, in my opinion anyway. And to refresh everyone's memories, I posed three scenarios. I said, America could split in two. We could split into 50 countries by state or we stay together for the kids. And we all said at the time when we ended that we all felt that we should stay together. Now, before I get your opinions, I want to tell you what made me want to revisit this topic. I read an article, uh, an NPR article back in February of this year by John Burnett called Americans are fleeing to places where political views match their own. The title says exactly what the article is about. People are moving based on their politics. My parents are moving here to Colorado. They live in Arizona now, and uh, they don't like it. And it's mainly because of the politics. They, they are on our side, obviously, if they're leaving Arizona. But they're moving here, you know, potentially to be closer to family. But maybe not. I don't know. They're but another adorable huge reason, grandkid. Yeah. Yes, the adorable grandkid, yes. But uh, another huge reason is the, the politics, and they actually have parameters. My, my, my wife is a realtor now, and she is, being, she is their realtor. And they told her counties they would live in, and they told, them, told her ones that they would not. And it was, they looked up voting records to make the choice of what counties they were willing to live in and which ones they wouldn't. The timing of this discussion is very interesting. Uh, we are recording this on May 4th. Uh, happy Star Wars Jay, Day, gentlemen. May the fourth oh, yes. be with you. Yes. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Thank you very much. Salam. You remember. <laughs> but the big, the big news, of course, is that the Supreme Court decision was leaked, and it appears that Roe versus Wade, the landmark decision of the U.S. Supreme Court from 1973, in which the court ruled that the Constitution of the United States protects a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government restriction, is likely to be overturned. And what this means is that it will it be up to the states to determine abortion laws within their borders. Obviously, abortion is one of the biggest hot-button issues in this country. Hell, we, we have an ongoing joke on the show that we talk about doing a light topic and someone says, how about abortion? <laughs> so we everyone recognizes what a crazy big uh, topic this is. But given the scale of this issue and the gravity of the decision, it stands to reason that more people could move based on their politics and beliefs. Our states, Colorado and California, are considered to be states that are pro-choice. So if someone who is extremely pro-life and lives in my city, would they consider moving to a state that is red in, that, in this scenario? So before we continue, I'm going to talk a lot about this article that I read, but I would love to know your feelings about two things. Number one, what are your initial thoughts on the idea of people moving based on their political beliefs? And number two, have you changed your opinion at all on whether or not America should split since we first talked about this almost two years ago. Greg, do you want me to go first? Mm, I'm going to handle this whole thing, John. All right. And I'm going <laughs> to speak for you from now Thank on. You. Should I, I cut out that. too? <laughs> yeah. Okay, you guys, you guys take a knee. Big Daddy's going in. What were the questions? <laughs> How long have you been losing your hair, and what are you doing about it? <laughs> so your your parents, you know, your parents' decision to live with like-minded people is understandable, admirable, and given a choice, I would probably do the same. Uh, <laughs> but I live in the suburbs, and the suburbs are primarily, uh, they're heavily weighted towards Republicans. I, I think, I don't know. It seems like Republicans seem to be a little bit more proud to demonstrate the fact that they're Republicans. And that's... That's that's all well and good, but if if all hope is lost, and that's what we're saying, and that there's no point in kind of reunifying people's personalities and opinions, then um, I guess it makes sense that they don't want to live with crazy mother. Bottom line is Republicans are fucking nuts, and all the shit they're doing is assholey, and it's perfectly fine for your parents not to be around them but we're not doing much towards solving the problem but it's too late we're all gonna die so before we turn the floor over to john have you changed your opinion on whether or not america should break up i don't remember what i said i don't know what i just said like 30 seconds ago you you had said all three both of you guys when i posed the question said you thought we sh 
we should not break up. Well, I think ideally, I, I haven't, I haven't changed my mind on that. I, I just think it's far too difficult. I, I think our, our economies would suffer terribly. And I think that uh, it just logistically, it's too, it's way, way, way too tough. It is. And, and we talked about the, yeah, the con- economically, military, like there were so many things that we went over last time that would be seemingly impossible, but, um, okay, John. I feel like it's a bad idea. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's a bad idea because, you know, the internet's already a bubble, right? Like all social media is already like a, like little, little political little bubbles where you like keep dividing and dividing and dividing, and you and you pick these tribes. Like I mean, you even say, like you were saying, like they're on our side, right? It's like, well, why is it our side, right? And it's our side because we've been dividing over the last twenty years, and that's for a lot of different reasons. Longer than so that, I feel like, really. A lot well, of it yeah, goes back that, to the seventies. Yeah, yeah, but. but but uh, but we actually came together after nine eleven. Like like there was this you know we were really like that was a time where we could have gotten a lot of things done. anyway. But so like in, since since then right since two thousand we've like just really got this chasm between us. And I think you know to to so that's already happening in a in a social platform in a social media or like in the internet platforms you know. And so to bring that into our actual world, I think it's going to make it worse. Right now, that being said, I also think in 20 years, it'd be really cool to see if that really happens and you have red and blue areas, right, where there's no really mixing. It'd be really interesting to see the economic policies and environmental policies. So over 20 years, you'd really see, all right, which idea is better. <laughs> yeah. right? So that would be kind of fascinating. And then I guess changing my mind. I, no, I, I haven't changed my mind. And it's not about the financial stuff. It's really is about like, I, I think like at our former job, Greg and I's former job, we worked with a guy who was pretty conservative and he's a good dude, right? And we disagree on a lot of things, and you know, but it's like, like he really did help me kind of see his side of it. Not that I'm like, oh, that makes sense, but it's like I could definitely understand, like, right, like we just we are coming from such different moral stances that we both think we're right on this, but it's not necessarily that what you believe is bad. It's just like we just see the world so differently. And I, I think I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I while but you're you saying that, I agree with you almost completely with what you've said, but. Okay, so we're the the issue isn't our differences; it's the way we go about expressing our differences, and the way that we just negate an opposing view. Yes, and yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. And, and how we get, I know, that's what you're saying. I'm agreeing with you. Okay, fine. See, we both are politically like the same, but you're a fucking asshole. Yes, it doesn't mean okay. that I don't hate you, right? Even though our politics intermingle. Yeah. But I, I, and I also think people develop different political allegiances. Everyone's in this pursuit of very, very similar things. They want, you know, a life that's secure. They want to be able to prosper. They want, you know, a safe place to live, which is kind of like being a life that's secure. <laughs> but, but uh, we, you know, we go about it and we think about it in different ways. And it is fucked. I think there's always, if you take away, and you separate political opinions and mindedness, then you're fucked. It's our we're supposed to we're supposed to have lively debates. We're supposed to have phil- yeah philosophical differences. It's supposed to be, but it, when we stop respecting one another, you know that's that's when I meant, you know, when I said earlier that like it's too late and all is lost because we overreact. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's there's certain issues? that are are it, that it's that it's just impossible to come to common ground with as in as in like you know John you said that you worked with a, a a conservative person in the past and he helped you understand things but i mean there's some things that you hear from the right that are are so fucking like i like seriously like you want to you're you, i mean think about the voting laws that that people are 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 uh are on board with and you know, to me, that's just obviously making it harder for people of color to vote. I think mean, we all can agree on that. And how how you can see it from a different angle seems difficult to me. Well, I guess I wasn't thinking about that specific thing. No, no, no. And right? I get that. No, yeah. no. I'm not. I'm not suggesting that you were you were talking about that. But what I guess my point is, yeah, there's definitely some things that you can talk about. Hell, we'll, we'll get in more about the well, but, abortion but I think stuff. I can but I mean, that there's, there's there's like. 
there's things about being pro-life that makes sense. I get why people can feel that way. But I guess the 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 point my point is for the the issues that are really like what the fuck are you talking about? Kind of like what Greg was saying earlier before when he was like the stuff coming out of the right is just insane. Like where do you draw that line with somebody? Well, so okay, so I think that do do I th- so let's use your example right so do do I think that that is a racist policy yes do I think it is targeting do I think the people who are implementing those laws are racist I wouldn't even say they're racist right I mean it's definitely a racist act but I, but I think they're they're more like they're so terrified they're going to lose power right they're protecting right? the republican vote is what right, they're doing right right yeah. so you know so in other words like if they thought like poor white people weren't going to vote for them they would figure out a way to you know what I mean like it's like so it's so now is is the effect like a racist effect yes but i think for that guy in particular and people like him right the you know we all have cognitive bias right and so i think that he like he is bought into that narrative of there is all this voter fraud and that's the thing is like once we once people seem to like once you form an opinion right you, you get pretty cemented in facts and things like that don't matter and it's like you this is how you see the world so that's the stance you take so that's why i think it's even more like it's, i think it's so dangerous that people are moving into areas away from each other where they don't want to intermingle because of their political parties. Because a lot of times if you like, in other words, like if I'm a Democrat and my neighbor's a Republican and we're having a conversation through those conversations, that person may start to be like, Oh wow. Like I didn't realize that that could be racist. Right. Or like that is a thing. Right. But instead of that happening, then it just becomes like, Oh, those crazy Democrats, you know, they want to take my guns. They want me to work so I can pay for everybody else to stay at home. You know, that, that's how they see the, the world. Right. And then, so, and on this side, it's like, you know, on the democratic side, we see Republicans are like, Oh, these fuckers, they want to, they just want everybody to die. They don't give a shit about human life. They, you know, so we all have these like very strong opinions about each other. And if we keep, if we physically move away from each other, I think that's really bad. Yeah. And you know, to your point before you, you said, that you used to work with somebody who was conservative, but you obviously got along with him. And yeah, you, he's, a, he's a great guy. He's a great guy and all that really stuff. Is. So, so if we he's if a good we dad, you know? if we move apart, and we might lose sight of the fact that they are good people on the other side. There yeah. are good people, and they're on the just other side. and that's the thing. They're humans on the other right? right. They're just human beings. Yeah, they're just wrong on the other side. That's the issue, right? <laughs> right. And, but I, and that's the thing. It's like I, I think it's like. I don't have to agree with you, right? It, but but it, it's like if we don't have conversations with each other, then you know we're just, it's like that's that's how you end up in civil war. Like yeah. if we if we become so you know polarized and we become so hateful and we villainize each other so much that so much so that we're unwilling to live in the same neighborhoods, like eventually, like that you know it's gonna it's gonna become counties and then it's you know it's like over over a long enough timeline then 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 it may be divided but not like in a way where it's going to be okay we're just going to separate it's going to be all you know it's this the, side and that's this side. the reason that i'm saying is it is it a lost cause should we be should we just say you know what let's just separate let's just go our separate ways and you guys can do what you want to do and we're going to do what we want to do that's that's kind of the reason that it come that uh, it, I brought up in the first place and the reason that I'm bringing it up again. I don't think that any uh, separated country is going to be any better than it is right now anyway. Yeah. I think human beings need something to bitch about. And when the, even if the economy is doing well or bad, if no matter what's going on in your life, there's always reason to complain about things. And it's, it's just very easy now to complain about people's identities of being another political party. When you think about it, if it's not even just complaining though, Greg, I mean, people are like pissed. I mean, it is violent. It is contentious. It's angry. It's scary. I mean, I, I, it's so if we don't spend time around people that are, if we don't spend time around people that are different, then like John was saying, we're not going to realize that they're actually good people underneath those opinions. Potentially, potentially. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What I'm saying yeah. is, there's good people on both yeah. sides. Yeah, <laughs> there's definitely assholes, right? Yeah, and that's sure. what, you know, it's like there's there's you know there's assholes on the left or there's assholes on the right, right? And 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 that's and I think that's the thing too. This idea of the, the the left and the right because if you if you it, it's it's all a spectrum, right? So it's like there's there's people who are center and you know and and it's and the people who go far left and you know and even so if even if you just take the left, right? There's you know there's generationally like you know there's like a divide every generation where it's like like we're we're becoming like the you know the left 
is like this whole thing of like canceling free speech, right? Or like like you disagree with somebody so much that you're not going to let them speak at a university. Well, fuck that, right? Because that's because then you're not you're not that's not about democracy. That's about that is tyrannical because you want to shut somebody up because they don't say what you like. Okay, well, on that same note, another thing that's been in the news lately, Elon Musk is buying Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he's going to take it private, and there's going to be no more rules. You're going to be able to say whatever the fuck you want. Are you cool with that? Yes. Yeah. I, well, I am cool with that if, if, and only if they they get rid of the share thing. So, so in other words, it's like so if you, Kevin, can say whatever you want, but what you can't do is see something that Greg said and then share it, and you share it, and a thousand, ten thousand, thirty thousand people share that. So I think if they take that share button away, and if they uh, take down the AI and try to revamp it so it doesn't keep separating, you know, it keeps separating mm-hmm. people. Because that's basically, you know, I, I think with all those social media platforms, it's not, it's not 90% of America who are on there saying things. It's probably 5 or 10% of people who are screaming the loudest and everybody else is just sitting on the sidelines because they're terrified to get involved. But somebody yeah, like but some Donald people, Trump was kicked off of tr- Twitter because of all the lies he told because if he was pushing or posting lies. like videos of kittens and stuff and that right but but i mean should, should, so in your opinion trump should be allowed back on in my opinion yeah in either of your opinions i don't i don't have an issue with it yeah and there, well, here's the thing he's no longer president so no but he's just but he still uh, has a lot of a lot of uh pull and a lot of followers and he he is viewing misinformation and the question is is do we do how much do we want to limit that you know or do we do we just not care and we just say hey people need to figure it out for themselves well i think it's a problem that we cannot solve and if it's a platform that you mean the three of us yeah the three of us are not gonna be able to solve this (laughs) Mm -hmm. because because there's so many there are so many hidden things about twitter and their logarithms and how shit gets shared and bots and all this stuff. I mean, did you say logarithms? I don't yeah. know what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Logger. that's that's, a, that's like, a, like a beer, <laughs> like a beer. It's like a beer no, no, drummer. It's, it's sentient beer AI. <laughs> sentient, sentient. So I think that Twitter is all social medias and all computer programs are fucked up because they're yeah. they're skewing all data and information and with bots and all kinds of garbage. That you know, Twitter's not the place you're going to find free speech. And I, I thought when tr- Twitter was new and people were tweeting like these really important messages, I thought it was like a joke. It's like who's going to read a tweet and think that this is something that even right. matters? Yep. But then you realize like the power, the positive power of Twitter, where you know you've got people that are stuck in war torn countries, and that's the only way information can really be shared. And so it has value there. Blanket yeah. free speech comes with the ability for people to fucking lie and manipulate the masses. And it's, it's you know, it's a double-edged sword. I think everyone needs to get on there and realize that it's all bullshit and stirring up emotions. Twitter is my least, I it's my least favorite social media just because it's all rage. So is Facebook. And Instagram. <laughs> just, just, just pictures of hate. It's just pictures of kittens and hate. Oh, no. Yep. Got a lot of, I follow a lot of foodie pages. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, follow, you follow a lot of young ladies, too. All right. Back to the article. Over 18. It talks about a woman named uh, Lynn Seaton, a 59-year-old from California. She said when the state forced her to close her photography studio over COVID restrictions, she and her husband knew it was time to, quote, escape. So they left for Texas. As soon as I drove into Texas, literally as soon as I could get into the state and stop at my first truck stop for gas, it was like, this is wonderful, says Seaton. People weren't wearing masks. Nobody cared. It's kind of like heaven on earth. Remember, this article's from February. The article says that more and more Trump followers are flocking to red Texas in search of the promised land. People are asking, tell me about the most conservative towns. Where should I be moving? Says Seedon, one of the people who post comments on the Facebook group page called Conservatives Moving to Texas. So that's a fun group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, you're not on it. It's great. No, you should get on it. Yeah. I've uh, I'm a big fan. Um, it's, it's it's owned by Reality Kings. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Uh, Tiffany Wooten, a 43-year-old stay-at-home mom whose family recently relocated from conservative Indiana to liberal Austin, said, We felt very out of place and very uncomfortable at times. We were looking at blue cities because we wanted to be with our own people. So, we wanted to be with our own people. I thought that was a... That's the divide. Doesn't that sound like insane? Like it sounds just to say that we want to be with our own people in a different in a different scenario that could sound horrifically bigoted, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So that it, sounds very yeah. It sounds very white nationalist, right? Exactly, <laughs> and that's yeah. kind of crazy to think about that. That's where it's gotten. Like it's gotten to yeah. the point where it's kind of like that. It's sad. One of the greatest things I have done for myself is stop going on social media. Like, like I said, I literally, I jump on once a month. I'm on there for five minutes and I don't even go scrolling down. I just I know, you don't even like the HDI posts I post. I, I, well, I just, I literally just, I see if anybody sent me anything, any messages or anything, and then I'm off because it's just, it's, it used to be fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah, remember when just, the three of us had our political campaign going? Yes. That was so much fun. fun. We lost. We didn't win. No, Greg, Greg we and I definitely had the lead. Mm. Yeah. No. Yes. No. We did. I have the data. I'll, I'll send it to you. Uh, both. Yeah, I would like to see that data that yeah. you manipulated. <laughs> well, yeah, I did. <laughs> so, well, <duh. laughs> what kind of politician would I be if I didn't manipulate right. the data? Right. Bell bottoms are back in, and I won the election. So it's tough, but it's also understandable. I think maybe people in their in their homes and in their neighborhoods they want as much peace as they can get. Right. Rule is that they're beating you up anyway. <laughs> and totally, you know, who the fuck needs like your neighbor next door like shooting fucking fireworks and guns and fucking whatever if you don't agree with that? And also, if you're a Republican, who the fuck wants a bunch of liberals being super obnoxious and not wearing deodorant and fucking <laughs> growing their and own, having orgies on the front lawn? They're growing their own clothes. They're <laughs> growing their own hippies clothes. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely Com- composting in their front yards. Who does yeah. that? <laughs> they literally shit in my yard. <laughs> yeah. Liberals can be super fucking annoying. I, I had to Absolutely. put an electric fence <laughs> to stop the liberals from shitting in my yard. Did Elon Musk make that fence? He tweeted about it. He tweeted about your fence? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. a Tesla fence. So Karen Bates, a 52-year-old mortgage executive, moved to the Dallas-Fort Worth area with her family last year from Puerto Rico. She said the island's government was going to force her teenage daughter, who has type 1 diabetes, to get vaccinated against the coronavirus. She now attends a, a, a Christian school. She d- she's not had to wear a mask, Bates said. She doesn't have to get vaccinated. She's thriving on the tennis team, making straight A's. I love the freedom of vaccine choice in Texas. So when you think about something like that, an example of that, this is a parent that is fearful for their child. We might be super condescending and self-righteous and think, oh, there's nothing wrong with the science and the vaccines save lives and all of this, but she doesn't trust it. Right or wrong, she doesn't trust it and she thinks it's potentially damaging to her child. Right. So she's doing the she's making the best choice she possibly can. And she's proud of it because she's living in a little area where people are like minded. So I totally understand that, even if I disagree with it. Right. I completely yeah, absolutely. get where her heart is. Is it on her sleeve? It's in her chest. That's it's in her, it's her chest. chest. Yeah, that's where mm-hmm. everybody's heart is. Yeah, on her sleeve, she would not be doing yeah. super well. You know, like that's <laughs> that's, that's not where you want it. We want our medical freedoms. We want our constitutional rights. We are definitely pro-life, says Dr. Bridget Melson, a former Californian now living in Texas, who created that aforementioned Facebook group. Uh, we looked where the red counties were. We knew Austin was going to be a lost cause, and so we knew we didn't want to be there. And we really wanted to have decent weather and the least amount of bugs, so we figured the metro, <laughs> the Metroplex, which is the Dallas Fort Worth, Dallas Fort Worth area. Are there not a lot of bugs there? It's the southeast. There's a lot of bugs there. I grew up in the southeast. There's bugs everywhere. I, apparently not in uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. Okay. There's like usually there's like little bugs riding on other bugs. They built a wall. If we have in. any listeners in the Dallas Fort Worth area, please give us an update on the bug situation. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know. We need to know. It's important. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. 
This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. DirecTV Stream brings you the live TV you love. That means you can stay up to the minute on 24-hour live news, from entertainment to current events, wherever you are in the U.S., whether that's at home, on your TV, or streaming on the go. And you get your favorite live sports, so you can catch this season's biggest games. Get the best of live TV with DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Process. It's a small word with big implications. Because whatever an idea starts, a process gets done. It's how big talk drives real action and people achieve their best work. At Smartsheet, we're in the process business. The go-to for managers who love pulling in the right combination of data, tools, and people from across the company to make it happen. One platform, every project, any scale. It doesn't get bigger than that. Smartsheet. Power your process. Visit smartsheet.com forward slash power your process. I wonder if we can negotiate now if we wanted to come back. The belly dancing has not gone well. <laughs> it really hasn't. We, man, did we make a mistake. I really underestimated how bad it was going to hurt my hips. <laughs> I'm way too old for this. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I didn't know how much my penis was getting in the way. Not because it's big. It just yeah. keeps throwing me off. It's just, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just annoying. It's just floppy and weird. Belly dancing is a young guy's game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Young guy's game. Yeah. Yeah. I keep throwing up because my balls are hitting the sides of my legs. <laughs> <laughs> you got like bat wings. This is so painful. <laughs> Come on, give me a tip so I can go home. <laughs> All right, Sir, we're back. Is, Why are you in a 7-Eleven? <laughs> With history defeats itself. Hope you enjoyed the break as much as we did. John Pede, Greg, and I are holding it. In case anyone was curious. <laughs> in a glass bottle. <laughs> in a glass bottle. You shouldn't hold it your age. That is true. Okay, so let's... Uh, Wait, let's... What, what could happen? <laughs> You're going to pop. <laughs> I thought that you meant seriously like it was bad for your bladder. <laughs> no, it is bad for your bladder. Out of, yeah. yeah, you should never hold. You, you should always hold. go you when just you go. go. Which is why I'm going right now. <laughs> <laughs> Since I've gotten a little bit older, sometimes like I don't have that much control over my bladder released like, through the re- urethra. So like I'll catch myself trying to stop a pee, and it's already in halfway up my penis. And <laughs> okay. that doesn't happen to you guys. This is me. I mean, so okay, I'm going to go see a urologist. Got to okay. go. <laughs> let's look on. Let's look on healthnet.com and see if I have cancer. Does anyone else have a tumor that's growing out of their kidney? <laughs> anyone? You no. guys, since since we're on video chat, I want you guys to look at this mole. <laughs> is this, is, does this look right to you? This is the same color it was last week. Are you supposed to be able to see the bone? <laughs> Have you guys seen my dual anus? We did I'm talk about, about your dual anus. You guys are going to be wondering if it's if they're horizontal or or vertical. You know, I pictured I pictured vertical. Me too. When I yeah. first said it, I pictured yeah. that too. I Basically, like you just the entire twinus. crack <laughs> with, a little, with a little gap in the middle. John actually said something really funny. He called it a twin twinus. A twainus. Because <laughs> it's two anuses. A twainus. <laughs> a twainus. Greg's twainus. Are they fraternal or are they or, or identical? No, they're they're maternal. <laughs> they're what maternal. If, <laughs> what if what if like half your butt They're very poops? motherly anuses? <laughs> oh god. What if only half your butt, like one of the buttholes, poops out like Taco Bell? <laughs> it's like, oh, that's that's how they make Taco Bell. Oh, come on, <laughs> okay. a guy with a twinus. Oh, that's not how they make shit. it. I'm just saying, like one of them gets all the diarrhea, and it like looks at the other one, going, "How did you get the good job? Would it be the good job? No, That'd be the bad job. Solid poop. I don't know. Like you have one hole for diarrhea, and the other one's like giving out. Solids. Okay, let's move on <laughs> before this really gets weird. Not that it hasn't already, but let's talk about. Uh, pros and cons of people moving to uh, you know places where they feel their politics are in line. We've already talked about some of these, but we're going to start with the cons. And this is uh, still from the article. Uh, they talk about how it makes Americans more extreme. I thought this was a super uh, fascinating stat uh, from Burnett's article. Something called super landslide counties, which I had never heard of before. But they are when a presidential candidate wins a county by at least 80%. There are 3,143 counties in the U.S. In 2004, 6% of those were super landslide counties. In 2020, 
that number jumped to 22%. That's a pretty substantial increase in counties that were super landslide counties. So obviously this has been going on. This, this moving stuff has been going on for a while. Well, I mean, I guess, I mean, when I was, you know, in my twenties, I left Alabama and went to a city or, you know, I left my small town and and like, and and a lot of it was, I just like the town, I was in. It was just too small for me. It like didn't seem. Like, yeah, from what you've said, it didn't seem like it was your, it was your place. Yeah, but there was definitely a part of it where I go and I'm just like, oh wow, it was nice when I first got to LA, and I'm just like, ooh, all these people think like me. Yeah, you know, there was like there was like a it was there was like a very um, I don't know, like justifying or um, not not justifying erotic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the word. I can't think of the word. Turtles. I don't know. It's always turtles. 1989. 1989. Political scientist Larry Sabato said Trump's blowouts were concentrated in white rural counties in the greater South, interior West, and Great Plains, while Biden's were in a smattering of big cities, college towns, and smaller counties with large percentages of heavily Democratic non white voters. Burnett then says something I thought was funny. Put another way, Biden won 85% of counties with a Whole Foods and only 32% of counties with a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> which i think is pretty good visual for what, what good. this is yeah and hey let's let's cracker barrel is delicious it is absolutely delicious it is I, I am not knocking cracker barrel fantastic breakfast if you have not had their cheesy grits oh cheesy grits are good i've actually is, had the cheesy and is it biscuits or muffins yeah, or they, they do biscuits biscuit. and cornbread biscuits and uh, cornbread that was the other one yeah 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 i, I haven't eaten dinner yet either so oh. I'm starving now. I want, a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I want to go to Cracker Barrel. Um, yeah, it's like I, I don't think I've ever been to a Cracker Barrel when I'm not on a road trip. It's always I thought you were going to say when I'm not high. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. I kind of want Cracker Barrel when I'm high. You know what else is awesome? A Crystal's. Getting 37 little hamburgers when you're high. Amazing. I don't know what a Crystal's is. It's like a it's like a White Castle. Oh, my God. I love White Castle. Yeah. Sheena and I used to live right up the street from a White Castle. That was great and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, agree with both of those statements. So uh, Burnett talked to Bill Bishop, a journalist who wrote the book, The Big Sort, Why the Clustering of Like-Minded America is Tearing Us Apart. Uh, that was written, it was, he wrote that back in 2008. The book talks about how Americans sorted themselves by politics, geography, lifestyle, and economics over the preceding three decades. Bishop says that trend has only intensified in the 14 years since the book's publication. They are still sorting themselves in ways that end up that places are increasingly Republican or increasingly Democratic, he says. Then you can see that playing out in Congress, there are few people in the middle. And so politics becomes less about solving our problems anymore. It's about cheering for our side. And so we're stuck. And I thought that was really well said and something we've talked about before. It's about cheering for your side. And that's that's what I, that that's when I think when when we got to the point where we all that's all we cared about as a country I, I'm saying as a general rule that that's when there was Correct. no discussion anymore I mean there's mm-hmm. no yeah. reason to like like it's like I know you're not a sports fan John but if you have if you have two people that are you know if you you know if I'm at a if I'm at a, a Blackhawks Avs game here Avalanche game here in Colorado you know, there's a lot of Blackhawks fans there. It's not like I'm going to be talking to an Avalanche fan and we're going to see eye to eye. You know what I mean? Like, we're just not. We're just going to cheer loudly for the goals for our team. So how 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 are we supposed to get find common ground if that's where we what we've become? Well, I think that <laughs> that's a sporting event and it's a sports team and it, the consequences aren't super significant. Of course, they are to your you know, well, I'm using that as an team. analogy. No, I, I understand that, and I know that like people get like really hooked into their identity, and I think your political identity is so important to you, and you're constantly kind of shining and shining up that identity and and wanting to show it off. And you know, with with COVID, it was a perfect example of these people that just were anti-maskers that just had no compassion or empathy and just had no respect for people with an imposing point of view. So hundreds of thousands of people dying, but yeah, yeah I don't whatever. want to wear a mask. No big deal. It's inconvenient. It is inconvenient. I, we're there is, I think there's just part of our brain 
that we let get carried away with with how we kind of choose to represent ourselves to the public. Just like just like when people when Priuses were super popular and you'd get these guys driving these like fucking dually trucks with the rolling coal, dual, yeah, rolling yeah, coal, yeah. Right yep. It's like we get on. that here too. Come on, you, you're being just nothing but an asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just that's just part of human nature. We're always gonna have people like that. And I I used to think, and I still like to think that most people that continuum that John was talking about, hopefully they're a little more centrist than. If you're a little more centrist, you know, you realize that you have to get along with a neighbor if you don't like them. You have to get along with a coworker if you don't like them. Just, you, you know, you just kind of try to treat everyone with respect and hope that that comes back at you. But is it so important to, like, agree with everything that your coworker says or does? Like, Or, or your neighbor or anybody. Yeah, it's not that important. Yeah. Don't, like, don't, just don't fucking do weird shit to me at night <laughs> you know or do or, or, or do it or do but ask permission first right yes it's it's and not- then let's do consensual non-consensual <laughs> so <laughs> you think about your political affiliation it's such a it's it should be a really small part of of your identity yes and i think it was not that long ago mm-hmm. you know in this grand scheme of things i don't remember you know this is more of a recent thing from in my opinion the the political identity being such a uh you know wearing it on your sleeve like we talked about hearts earlier you know but i but i think wasn't it wasn't it already kind of there because you know i grew up in the south and you know in 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 the south it's in the town that i year was 1989 it was yeah you wish i'm only 37 (laughs) i really do wish i really whatever that would be i wish i was born in 1989 that is true uh but there was a lot of pride in the like the South, right? And like what it means to be Southern, and you know. So that was already like. But was kind it of political, a, or was it just being? Because pr- like I'm from Chicago, and a, there's a lot of people who have Chicago pride. I have a Chicago flag tattoo. You know, I mean, I I think that it's okay to be prideful of where you're from. The question is, when does it become political? The weird part about Chicago is they're not proud of. There are Confederate flags and the rebel kind of identity, and you know, because so you're saying what they're proud of is more dangerous than not what, all of them, right? I don't, right. I don't know if I don't know that I'm saying dangerous. Uh, it, maybe right, but but I think what I'm saying is that, that that it is a a very like generational, deep belief that the South was taken advantage of. Right, that like we we were yeah that they got fucked right basically yeah. all the South wanted to do was segregate and just you know own people and then you know but but that's the thing is like they don't it's like they don't see it that way what the way they see that narrative is that the North and like these you know uppity Northern white folk came down to tell them how to live and run their life and so I think that is the seed from which that like really red far right thing grew. Right. That I want to own sense. and mistreat anybody I want. Right. You can't tell me what to do. You know. And so it, you know. But but but. And then they lost. And then they had to reckon. You know. And then and then you know. For like that was like in the Fourteenth Amendment. There's a thing where it kept a lot of people who seceded. They weren't able to get back into politics. So it, like it really did. It it caused a major shift in this country for a very long time politically. And so I just you know I just think there's just like this generational resentment. And then it and then you throw the gasoline of social media on that and it explodes. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. And that, and that could be, you know, something to point to for when people, when political views became such an identity, uh, like Greg said, is, is social media. When, when you really found other people who agreed with whatever you wanted to say, and then all of a sudden it was, you know, it was on after that. There's a, one of the guys who made the, uh, retweet button. And I think it was in 2016, like after he made it, like they saw how fast it started to like, because that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. And he was, he was like, this is the worst thing we've ever done because he realized like once it went live, that basically, you know, that's the thing. So if Greg says something stupid, right. And I agree with Greg, I got to pipe it out. 
right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to type it out. Yeah, you got to work a for picture. it. I got to work for it, right? But now I don't have to work for it. I can just reshare that stupid thing over, and then it just it goes viral. And the reason it goes viral because everyone has the ability to share this thing without really considering anything about it other than they're just reacting emotionally like, yes, I agree with that, right? Yeah. And so that is what yeah. I think we have to take away from Twitter, right? And all social media to like back it up because I think once people can't just easily be an asshole and you have to use your own words and, th- and then it becomes you're expressing more of what you feel. And or then you got to be- like double click and do the copy and paste. It's yeah. a pain in the ass. It's a pain I, you never in the get ass. it all. There's always part no. of it missing. And then you're like, well, yes. that, didn't, that didn't work out. And then it doesn't. And then you got to edit it, but you think you're shrinking it and cropping it, but you're yeah. drawing a line on it. And then you're just like, fuck this. Yep. I'm going and then to you accidentally beer. hit like 15 letters after it that don't make any sense. And then you're right. like, you know what? I got, I got other shit to do. And you take a picture of your ear somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm kind of curious why you're so hung up on that fucking repeat thing that you want to get rid of. It is an, it is a really interesting point though that he's. Making. I was listening because, to uh, I think it's John Height who wrote. Uh, he was on a podcast. I was listening to and he was he was talking. He wrote. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. You listen to other Mind. podcasts? I do. You cheater. Do. It's called History Defeats Itself. Okay. <laughs> you guys didn't know we have guests. So <laughs> you you do, do you do like episodes every day that we don't know about? <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Um, but anyway, but he was talking about that. He was talking about how that was like, that was the moment. I think it was him. But he was, he was talking about that that was like the moment where it really did become nasty, right? Be- because it stopped people from thinking for themselves. Well, maybe. But it's, it's something that people identified with, right or wrong. And they retweeted because it represented something to them. And I've always thought, hey, let Twitter, let people out themselves for the idiots that they are. And but you don't think that that's that idea's gotten us into some shit? I don't. What What are you gonna do? You can't put the genie back in the bottle. No, that's and, true. That's and true. it's it's what people think. So you're trying to censor. I think people should have the ability to do that. Yeah, that's an interesting debate. Well, and I'll say that like like and, and it terrifies me. Yeah. Right. Like I mean, it does ter- it does terrify me that you know. It, like not not that people agreed or disagree with with Donald Trump, right? That 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 part, like, and then Greg said this, where like, it's terrifying the people that follow him. I think, well, you know, we've, I think we've talked about that. But actually, what terrifies me, it's not the people that agree with him. It's the it's it's how all these people are putting this person on a pedestal, right, and making him Christ likely. He's the savior because that's the, the truth. Like Biden's not our savior. Kamala Harris is not. Donald Trump wasn't. Ronald Reagan was. You know, it's like, but the way that you like change the was world. Pretty badass. Well, but even that was not, he wasn't our savior. Like, the way you changed the I didn't world. I say he was. I just said he was badass. <laughs> huh? He what? I just said he was badass. He was badass. Yeah. I mean, he was definitely the coolest president we've ever had. He's way cool, has great music taste. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think a lot of presidents funny. are listening to Kendrick Lamar. I, I appreciate that about Obama. Yeah. And they're not playing basketball and they're not yeah. smoking cigarettes. And, you know, I mean, like, he's, he's his own dude, you know. But he quit. But I think John, he quit. <laughs> I think he well he was he was forced to resign. They walked him out. So <laughs> no no quit he meant smoking. The cigarettes. Oh, yeah. oh 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 I thought you meant being president. No no well, he he didn't have a choice. He he was yeah, yeah. he was walked out. Yeah yeah he was walked out. But anyway I I just I think that I I think it's like and this is why I think it's scary that people are moving away from each other because I think the way that we stay bonded is we we live with people who don't agree with us and we see them as human beings. And I've said that in the beginning. You know so same blah blah same yeah. thing beating it beating a dead horse. But. Yep, <laughs> um, I just made a beating a dead horse motion. I don't, I don't know. What... It looked like you were, it looked like you were doing like a dance. You were really, yep. There, oh yeah, yeah, feeling it, feeling it. Well, like you know Kevin. what? I like to, I like to, to make it fun when I, when I, when I beat a dead animal. <laughs> Have you taken our? Back? <laughs> go get my, go get my beating, beating stick. Okay, let's move on to the pros of people moving to where uh, like-minded people live. We, Of course, we've talked about some of this stuff, but uh, one that we haven't talked about is safety, which I thought was interesting. The The Wooten family who moved to Austin uh, from the Indiana suburb that I mentioned earlier uh, said that people were very antagonistic towards them during the Trump years because they were liberals in a very conservative Indiana uh, suburb, which most of Indiana is conservative. I mean, it's Pence country and all that. Uh, they even had broken glass put into their mailbox. Uh, the 18-year-old son said school was a really threatening atmosphere. He said kids with uh, MAGA gear and Trump flags would have meetups where they talked about how awesome Trump was and were very intimidating. You know, I, I went to 
you know, from Chicago to just outside Boulder, Colorado, two very liberal places. I, I can't imagine feeling legitimately unsafe because of my political leanings. Have you guys ever experienced that, John? I could maybe see you maybe in your in your past, but maybe. Well, Greg, I, do I do remember like we we did this thing on uh like eleventh or eighth grade, eleventh or twelfth grade. Yeah, well, we go from eleventh to eighth, and so, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, um, but anyway, my senior junior year, we did this thing where it was. You know, it was nineteen eighty nine. You have a faux like political debate, right? And and I remember like I was one of the only people in my school that was that believed abortion was okay, right? You know, but I will say that, and I'll give this like I you know I definitely had like heated arguments, and I was a minority in how I saw the world and my political leanings at that time, but I never felt threatened. You didn't feel like you were in right. Danger. I mean, there were bullies, but I wasn't being bullied because of my political. I was being bullied because I was really handsome. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that. <laughs> and your twelve-inch dong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Maybe that kind of speaks to what Kevin was saying earlier that uh, since social media, it's gotten worse. And yeah, I would agree with now that. Now it'd probably be yeah. much harder to have that opinion. Yeah. Did probably. you ever have? Did you ever feel unsafe, Greg, because no. of the way you felt politically? Yeah, me neither. No. Actually, yeah. recently I did. Uh, this weekend, I was driving to the ice rink. Surprise, surprise! And I, I, saw, I noticed something out of the corner of my eye, and there was a, a group of people walking um, along the side of the street, and they were wearing military gear, and they were carrying a, um, a U.S. flag, and then a U.S. flag with um, like Trump written on it, and they just—I don't know what the fuck they were doing. They just were like—they uh, thought they were some kind of a militia. I didn't see any weapons on them, but it was a little eerie and intimidating, and yeah. I did feel like I wanted to find out what the fuck was going on because they were trying to make some kind of a statement. And it was before so you this. pulled up next to them in your in your in your Tesla, and you were like, "Hey guys, well, what they, are you doing? What you guys they doing? Mind, they don't mind Teslas because of uh, Elon." Oh, that's true. That's true. I guess they like Elon. That's a good point. It's just it's strange to see that. I. I'm not excited yeah. about seeing people in military get up and no. and helmets and and trying to I don't know what the fuck they're going through their minds. It's a Saturday morning, like fucking go smoke a bowl. People would be a lot better off if they just would smoke a fucking bowl before they make these stupid decisions. That's true, because then they would lose the energy. That's true, and they'd be like, I have a strong desire for cartoons, <laughs> cartoons and pizza, pizza, <laughs> breakfast pizza, some of that Italian pizza. I love the Italians. I like the what Italians. What other ethnicities yeah. do I like? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? I like Mexican food. I like Mexicans. So f- for people with kids, schools are another consideration. The The Wooten's 12-year-old daughter is taking a social justice class at her private school in downtown Austin, an opportunity they would not have found in Greenfield, Indiana. She says a recent assignment was to pick an issue to protest. Uh, it was ocean pollution, women's rights, or LGBTQ rights, she says. So my topic uh, was women's rights, and I made a poster of an open woman's mouth, and it said, I have the right to be heard. You think about all the red states and the banning of books and the way they want to not teach things like critical race theory or leave things out of history books, and you have to ask yourself, do you want your kid to get that type of education? And, and now that I'm a father, I, I certainly don't. You know, I'm I'm okay with keeping certain things from younger kids. You know, there's certain things that they don't need to understand at a really, really young age. But I don't know. If we don't educate our kids about our history and how certain things we've done are wrong and how decisions of past lawmakers have caused, you know, rampant, rampant inequality in this country, how will you prevent things like that from happening again? So I, I get, I mean, that's how I feel. You know, I'm just saying how I feel about this. So, like, how could I be okay with my with Elwood being in a school where they want to like limit what they teach him? You know, so I get I get that that concept from you know we talked earlier. You know, Greg, you mentioned the or you understood what that one woman was saying about her child having to be vaccinated in Puerto Rico, but not in Texas. And here's kind of a flip side of that, you know, or the other side of that. Well, I think that. What's worse if you're doing it to kind of are you if you're omitting parts of our history to protect children because you don't want them to hear like these terrible things that their country that they should have pride in you know these acts they committed is it worse that they hear that that happened or was it worse for like the kids or people that endured it well 
Well, it's definitely worse for people who endured it. But I guess yeah, the question would saying. be so. Like, well, the question like, would be like what? I, I, what I'm saying is like I'm okay. I'm okay with certain things being omitted from young kids. You know, I don't. No, I, don't I understand think, that. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about just as a whole. Oh, okay, gotcha. Just removing critical uh, race theory and all right. that from from our education for age appropriate, let's say. But I, I just think that hey, look, the people that had to endure the slavery. Or the bigotry and the violence and all that—that's well, way natives, worse than you having to and, fucking learn yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I agree. Get over your little feelings for your kids, and maybe you'll help to have a compassionate, empathetic young person. It happened, so you know, fucking, and they're gonna learn about it eventually. So yeah, yeah. So show them, teach them about it. If only one would do a. <laughs> Someone would do a podcast called History Defeats Itself where they could talk about these things. Maybe. That's what Maybe you're going to say about that? You're do you guys want to do a podcast? You're going to hang your hat on that one, John? Well, I mean, you know, agree, agree. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking about, we beat the shit out of things. We all said, yeah, right, sure. We yes. all said a lot of things and they were all yeah. good. Yeah. You say, I, I, the things you just said, I agree with those things. So, obviously, there are a lot of issues with splitting the nation up. We discussed these in the original episode and a little bit earlier, economic, military. I feel like the people that are extreme left and extreme right would would probably vote yay on splitting the country up. At least I, I think that. But there are a lot of people in the middle that would not want this. If there was a vote, a Brexit-style vote, what do you think would happen on whether the country should break up or not into two? I think think we would probably do exactly what they did with Brexit, which is they had this thing and everybody was angry and they're like, yeah, we're going to do it. And then when it came down to having to leave, they were trying to back it up. It got voted again. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, cause they couldn't now, figure out how to actually make it work. <laughs> right. And you know, and so it's like, they, they're, they're trying to work it all out, but it's like, it's going to, it would be a shit show because how do you divide the country? Right. Even if everybody's like, yeah, if, if everyone voted for dividing the country, how do you do it? Yeah. And then, we would just end up in a war because <laughs> everybody would be so pissed about trying to divide the country. I was going to yeah. say a war would solve that. Unfortunately, and we don't want that. I no. mean, that, that's the thing. Like, you know, and, and that's the, the question, too, where it becomes, do we, do we get in front of that? Are, are we headed towards another civil war? And if we are, can we get in front of that by splitting up to avoid the war? What was the country? There was a country when we talked about it that did split up. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Czechoslovakia, it was right? That um, maybe, and they did. Yeah, you know, but but I think that's the thing is like if it was because the problem is it's not that it, it's in other words it's not like we're not divided geographically, right? So it's not like you know the northwest part of the country is super left and the this part is super right and right. The middle we, is we kind we kind of are, but it's definitely mi- mixed up. Well, but, but we're not because if you drive, you know, if you go from, you know, you drive through California, you go through a lot of red yeah. counties. No, no, that's true. That's true. Right? Yeah. You know, but same but here we're, in Colorado, we're going to get in into Illinois. a war about how to divide up the country. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And people, and we talked about that in the original episode, people would have to move and it'd be crazy. Yeah. yeah there's no way we'd be able to get people to agree where it should be. It's just where uh, the line would be. We need to figure out how to live with each other. Yeah. We just. We just need to stop. Everyone just needs to stop being assholes to each other. And and I and like and I'm guilty. It's like it's like er, the stakes are not so high that we have to be cruel, no. right? We can yeah. like like and that's the thing. It's like with abortion, it's it's like seventy something percent of this country believes in some sort of legal abortion. Now, where they disagree is like, what does that mean? How does that look? You know. And so like with Roe v. Wade being overturned, I do not like it. Right. But it is it has never been the Supreme Court's job to make laws. So hopefully, if anything good comes from this, right, hopefully the thing that comes from this is that these motherfuckers that we vote into office actually go make some fucking laws about this. Which they haven't right. done in a long time because they're too well, busy Well, they've never done. There's fighting. never been a law about it. That's no, but Roe I mean v. just Wade in general. Like a- or something that can happen is that, well, the Supreme Court is responsible for interpreting laws and making decisions. But the, the better thing that could happen is if you're a sitting president, when a nomination or a spot becomes available for a justice, you actually get to choose that justice as opposed that would to be waiting until nice. yes. Trump became president. That was fucked. Yes, yeah. that was that fucked. Was, yeah. But it's still like that being fucked is still that like, you know, it's like basically it was a it was like a, a scapegoat in the 70s to let the Supreme Court decide that because, it, it, again, it should be 
like we should have laws, like we should pass laws. And, and that's the thing is there's enough people who are for this that I think, you know, like on this particular topic, right? That is one thing with it. It's like 70 something percent of people in this country are okay with some sort of abortion. And that's, and I think, but what we get caught is it's got to be black and white, right? It's got to be like, you know, it's like, there should be abortion for everything. And, and I used to be like, fuck it, like, abor-, like, and I do believe that it is the woman's right first, right? But, it, but then there's got to be some point, at what point is that a human being? Because I don't think it's a human being in 12 weeks. I just don't, right? But I know other people agree, disagree with that. But anyway. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because you're a monster. <laughs> for that and so many reasons. He actually never developed past 12 weeks. I didn't. Uh, that's why, so that's that why I can't wear small shirts. Yeah. All right, guys. We're at last call. Oh fuck! I drank all my drink. All your sports drink. Yeah. There's vodka in it. All right. Raise a glass. Cheers with us, everybody. Cheers. There really was vodka in this, by the way. Uh, I <coughs> believe that. There was whiskey in that. Oh yeah, there I've never, I've never had alcohol the whole time we've been recording the show ever. Not once. Not once. If there was a time for a drink, it would certainly be after talking about something like this. We are a country of people so dug in on our political stance that we don't even want to live near anyone with opposing views anymore. And to some degree, you can understand it. Trump flags are flown like beacons of antagonism to many, me included. They represent regression, not progression. So if you're someone who is nauseated by the sight of a Trump flag, you might want to pick up and move somewhere where you don't have to see them, much like my parents are doing. I know we have listeners in red states, and if they are listening to us, I'm willing to bet they are liberal. Shout out to our Southern fans. But how do they feel about a split? Would it break up their families? Would they lose friends? John, Greg, and I like to fuck with each other, but it's all in good fun. It feels like people on the left... (laughs) I don't know what that was. That was terrifying. Uh, It feels like people on the left out there just like to fuck with people on the right. Like they're immediately dismissing anyone who doesn't agree with them. I've watched Rachel Maddow before, and she often has a smirk on her face that I feel is super condescending. Bill Maher and Chuck Todd have had similar vibes. And of course, people on the right love to fuck with people on the left. Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, that crazy Tommy Laren, spew hate and lies without consequences, knowing full well that people on the left are watching and getting angry and frustrated. Both sides have their way. Neither are productive and neither are respectful. Does anyone really want to find common ground? Is it even possible? Maybe I'm not trying hard enough. Maybe we all aren't. I don't know. Or maybe it's time to admit that we have fucked the great American experiment up, admit that we have created seemingly irreconcilable divisions, and just split up and move forward with our lives. But what do I know? This isn't even supposed to be my week to present. (laughs) Now get out there and make history. Massachusetts. (laughs) 